Volkswagen mother lovers have finally agreed to take one for the class action team. Yes, with no lubrication. Down under. I'm John Cadogan from autoexpert.com.au, the place where Australian new car buyers save thousands off their next new cars. Hit me up on the website for that. Hilariously enough, we even save thousands off new Volkswagens, you know, against my better judgment and frankly, not all that often. Anyway, my heart was as heavy as a field of butterflies this spring when the news lobbed on Monday that high-level... High-level cocks in Wolfsburg had signed off on allowing their inconsequential astra-alien subordinates, that would be here, to bend and stretch their way to a class-action settlement in the time-honoured game we know as Prison Shower Twister. Yes. The Germans will kick the tin for up to $127.1 million for Dieselgate class-action victims who own or owned that company's disgraceful, filthy shit heaps. If you've been dead from the neck up since, I don't know, 2015, Dieselgate was, of course, the board-level criminal conspiracy in which a decision was taken to kill people prematurely in the name of profit by cheating emissions regulations and pumping up oxides of nitrogen in Volkswagen dung-box diesel exhausts. Oxides of nitrogen, of course, they kill about 50,000 people annually, and that's just in Retardistan. If you read the peer-reviewed study in respected academic journal Environmental Pollution, you'd see they estimated fraudulent dieselgate emissions causing 45,000 disability-adjusted life years to be lost at a cost of 39 billion US dollars. And obviously, that's just the impact in America. Dieselgate has now cost Volkswagen more than 30 billion euros in total, and several high level Volkswagen and Audi assholes have gone to prison. Others, of course, saw it coming and managed to parachute out onto their wallets, fortuitously enough, to live happily ever after, presumably in a hot tub full of Verve Clicquot and high-class hookers in countries that don't extradite. And let's face it, if you're going to be in prison, that's pretty much how you'd want to do it. Now, you know how much I love lawyers, right? Hilariously, this diesel gate settlement is currently, quote-unquote, in principle. And the agreement is to pay between 87 million bucks and 127.1 million, plus legal costs and, one assumes, the bill for the rather long lunch in that seedy strip club where, I imagine, those peanuts sorted all of this out. And I ask you, what kind of friggin' half-assed negotiation takes place where both teams shake on it and there's 40 million dollars of wriggle room left on the table? I mean, who does that? It's like, come work for us and we'll pay you, I don't know, between 87000 and $127,000. 
it'll be something like that, you know, plus expenses. Who says, uh, okay, mate, yeah, when do I start? Straya! I mean, please, 40 million bucks worth of uncertainty. I'm rather glad we don't pick the size of the friggin' steel beams in bridges in this way. But even more of a side splitter for me, those, uh... <laughs> cockheads at Volkswagen, Audi and Skoda are doing this, quote-unquote, without admission of liability. And once again, I ask you, could they actually harbour some hope against hope of looking any less like morally adrift mother lovers? In fact... Those disingenuous Volkswagen Australia assholes said in a statement that the $40 million wriggle room settlement would be a significant step towards fully resolving the diesel lawsuits in Australia. I guess that's true, except, of course, for the people who became disabled because the excessive knocks gave them some life-threatening cardiovascular disease. But really, who cares about them? The company droned on, of course, in this statement seemingly without end. The settlement on a no-admissions basis concerns five class-action lawsuits covering all affected vehicles in Australia. Adolf Hitler's former car company expects the proceedings will be concluded in 2020. If only Volkswagen, Audi and Skoda cars were as reliable as their production of corporate Bullshit. Here's my problem, right, with this zero admission of liability caper. If the cops kick in your door at 3am or something and they zip tie you at gunpoint and tell you that they think you really did kill all those children and the Department of Public Prosecutions agrees broadly, you get two basic options, okay? Number one, plead guilty and go straight to sentencing and number two, plead not guilty and go to trial where your guilt, or otherwise, is established. What you specifically don't get to do, okay, when some dude in a wig says, how do you plead, is get in wig man's face and argue, mate, look, I'm not saying I killed all those schoolgirls, right? But just give me, uh, I don't know, 8.7 to... 12.7 years, we'll sort that out down the track, and that'll be the end of it. I think you'd agree that will be a significant step towards fully resolving this mutually inconvenient issue. And yet, that's not funny, and yet, that's kind of what's happening here. I am moved, therefore, to wonder which Volkswagen assholes specifically think that these kinds of bullshit statements achieve anything vis-a-vis -vis establishing in the minds of ordinary consumers that this is a company you would actually want to go out and do business with. The whole thing just screams zero moral compass, right? And you know what we're really not seeing here, and we've never seen it since the scandal broke. We have not seen genuine remorse or contrition. That does not exist in the Volkswagen universe. The company is collectively sociopathic. Two rather glaring issues with all of this, at least in my view, right? Number one, who has a meeting and says, we've actually done nothing wrong, and you know we've done nothing wrong, and you cannot prove that we have, but as a 
zero admission gesture of good faith, we will give you 87 to $127 million. Who friggin' says that? In my view, this no admission business is just a bullshit sandwich with a whole lot of filling and not all that much bread. I think if we went into some pubs across the country this Saturday night and polled the general public, you know, laid out the facts and asked them if on the balance of probability they thought Volkswagen Wagen, and Wagon, well, I don't know where they come from, Volkswagen was as guilty as sin and they're paying this money to avoid an official judgment against them, perhaps because that might bend them over even further in the context of the ACCC's additional ongoing lawsuit against them then I think we'd find that most average people, and even the below average ones, would think that Volkswagen was probably doing exactly that as a friggin' smokescreen. Not a very effective one either. The second big issue here, would you not have more respect for a company that simply stood up in front of you and said, we did the wrong thing? There's no defence for our actions, which are completely unacceptable. We will comply with all investigations and work with authorities to weed out the criminals in our organisation who allowed this to happen. We will further make amends with you. We will compensate the affected and we will do everything possible to win back your trust. They would then have to come good on this promise, obviously, but I think you could respect a company that did that, that got out in front of it and meant what they said. However, this is the exact opposite of what Volkswagen has done, and I really don't want to continue to eat their zero-bread bullshit sandwich. You will see various reports on this this week, the national broadcaster, the ABC here in Schittsville, has done a particularly good job with it. But the commercial outlets, well, they're playing it way down. And no surprises why. Volkswagen is, of course, a red-hot advertiser. And we would not want to give those arteries of gold atherosclerosis by telling the audience the friggin' truth and getting it all in perspective. Watch the motoring press in particular get down on its knees and make like a hundred Dysons all set to maximum suction. Finally, I'll leave you with this, okay? $127 million is a big number. Or is it? Certainly it would be a big number for you or me, right? But Volkswagen Schittsville sold nearly 57,000 cars last year. And Big Brother in Germany had 235 billion euros in income in 2018. That's billion with a B, okay? That's a lot of hoot. For the members of the class action, the victims here, that's going to mean getting paid about 1,400 bucks per car on average. Does that seem like enough compensation to you for four long years of class action uncertainty, dealing with those assholes on a semi-regular basis, and by assholes, of course, I mean Volkswagen, not the lawyers. Just looking at Volkswagen in Schittsville, okay, 57,000 cars times a gross wholesale margin on those cars of, let's call it, five grand a piece on average, that's about $300 million in gross wholesale profit, okay? So if you're on a $100,000 annual salary, that's roughly equivalent to paying 
a $40,000 penalty, just to get it in perspective. And that is if they pay the full $127 million and not the lower limit at 87. You and I might not have 40 grand in the bank, right? But for most people, you could finance that if push came to shove and you would not go tits up. It's going to cost you like 200 bucks a week if you take out a loan to get the payment made over five years at about 10%. And you're not going to be riffing air guitar paying it off, right? But hey, it's a penalty. For those Volkswagen mother lovers, this penalty is kind of like that proportionally. It's a bit of a hit, but hardly crucifixion. Let me know in the comments, is this settlement just a little light on? Do you think they're settling to sidestep a conviction and perhaps a greater penalty enforced by the court? And I guess while you probably would not invite a criminal over to dinner, would you still buy a brand new Volkswagen, despite knowing all of this. I get a heap of new Volkswagen purchase inquiries and thankfully I managed to turn most of them around. But there is a subset of oddly definite Volkswagen buyers. They just want one despite Dieselgate. And in fairness, I will say about Volkswagen, they look great and they drive really well in general. The customer support is shit and the reliability is not what it could be either but they look good and they drive great. So if you are one of these rusted on Volkswagen buyers, kindly explain to me in the comments how those two propositions, you know, the criminal coming over for dinner with the family and buying a Volkswagen, how are they philosophically different? Because I'm not seeing it. Like, I'm really not. At least this week's announcement is a win for the good guys. 